Uh-oh. What is good? What is good? What is good? I know I was supposed to come on here and talk about the running back landscape of the NFL. But guess what? Scott Turner has been fired. And I am so excited to drop this news for you guys today. No more Scott Turner. And I am happy, 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 happy. I'm going to try to find a song in the background and get my groove on. Get my groove on. I told you guys that if Scott Turner got fired, then I'm going to get on the show and I'm going to do my dance. Remember, I told you guys that. So you guys are listening to Talking Commanders with Manny, a new Commanders podcast. And you're watching, if you're watching live, you're watching this on the Talking Sports with Manny um, YouTube channel. So uh, we got my boy Tom Out Sports. Says, play Pharrell happy. I would play Pharrell happy, but you know what? YouTube might get me in trouble. That's the only thing. So I got to play something generic to where I can kind of get away with it, man. But look, I am excited. Scott Turner is fired. But this goes back towards Ron Rivera. Had Ron Rivera, like I said, all Ron Rivera has done is Ron Rivera has bought him some time. What's good? We got Sheila in the building, Tom Sports in the building, Dre in the building. We got Mike Brown in the building. Man, like I said, this is supposed to be a running back show, but today we talking commanders because this is big, big news. <laughs> Man, look, I'm going to go ahead and pull up everything that I can find. Time my sports wants me enemy. I'm with it. Look, anybody who is competent enough to run this offense should be the offensive coordinator. But look, of course, we want the best. We want the best of the best. But man, I am just so happy right now. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pull up my screen. I'm going to pull up the news. I want to read the news live time. I couldn't get the news quite on time, so I'm late to the party. But guess what? It is a party because Scott Turner is fired. And I'm just so, so excited. Matter of fact, I forgot to run my intro. I'm so excited. I don't even know what to do. I need somebody to help me out here. Let's go ahead and run the intro. Let's get it. Do you guys remember when Scott Turner was hired, right? He had no experience. The only reason why this guy right here was in D.C. was because of Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera likes to hire the people that he's worked with, right? So he brings in this young Scott Turner. Yes, Nerve Turner's son and this and that. Ah, Redskins connection. It didn't even matter because the guy was never qualified to begin with. You bring in this young man into a position that's so important as offensive coordinator, you hear rumors about this guy does not run a quarterback-friendly offense. Why is it that every single quarterback that has been in the system has not? Like, everybody has failed. Everybody has failed. It just seems like this offense that he ran needed a mobile quarterback. It just seems that way. It seems like Ron Rivera has always had a mobile quarterback. All we know is Cam Newton, and that's kind of all we got to go off of, right? So he gets this job. Uh-oh, we got the OG in the building, Roger Smith in the building, man. What's good? He says, glad that moron is gone. <laughs> Everybody's excited. If you guys are coming in, please like, like it up, like it up, like it up, like it up. Share this thing out. We're going to have fun on this mini, mini, mini short episode today. Uh, Uptown Dre says, 
TSP. I heard the enemy has a bit of communication, a bit of a communicating issue with his players. Could be foolish talk. Man, I think the enemy is possibly the best qualified guy and somebody who can take over this team as the head coach if Ron Rivera does not get it together. We get back to Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera hires this guy. This guy's not qualified. Had Ron Rivera, if Ron Rivera didn't go back to Carson Wentz, he gets fired. Number one, because Carson Wentz was able to play, and Taylor Heineke is giving you three bad games. Yes, Taylor Heineke put you in a position to kind of be in the playoffs, but at the same time, he was hurting the team starting with that Giants game. If you did not go back to Wentz, I'm telling you guys, Ron Rivera gets fired along with Scott Turner. Because he plays Wentz, that was the right decision. Now, if Scott Turner does, I mean, if Ron Rivera does not go to Sam Howell for this last game that was meaningless, this last game that it didn't even matter, it didn't even matter, right? So why not go to Sam Howell? There was rumblings about him going back to Taylor Heineke, his son. Why? Ron Rivera almost got fired two times. He had to make the decision to go to Wentz. That saved his job. He made, he made the decision also to go to Sam Howell, which also saved his job. Now, on the flip side, all Ron Rivera has done was buy a little bit of time. With all the mess that was going on in D.C. when Ron Rivera came in, he's come in and he's fixed a lot of these issues. But I'm telling you guys, if Ron Rivera does not make the playoffs, this year, like we're talking playoffs and we're talking possibly playoff win. If these things don't happen, one of these two things don't happen, Ron Rivera's on his way out. No matter how much we love Ron Rivera as a person, no matter what he's done for the organization, no matter what he's done by changing the culture, it's time. You're going into year four. You're going into year four with a guy like Sam Howell. You might still bring in a vet. You might still draft the guy. But at least now you're going to bring in an offensive coordinator that has some brain cells, you're going to bring in an offensive coordinator that has some, some brain power in order to kind of get this offense rolling. Mike Brown says, what about Jeff Fisher? What about no? It's not happening. It's not happening. We're not bringing in no Jeff Fisher. That's another guy that has no brain cells. You see the Titans have still, they continue to mess up. They even lost their offensive coordinator, lost their GM. So, no, we don't want anything that has touched the Titans in the past 10, 10 to 15 years. It's not happening. but. Uh, great news, <laughs> man. I, I, look, I came out of a meeting to see this news of Scott Turner no longer being on the team. And, and, and man, I have no words. Matter of fact, I had my guy, Darrell Shelor, even tag me on this. And, 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 and I missed it. I missed it. So let's go ahead and recap. Let's just see what the Commander's Nation, what the world is saying about this awesome news. This is Bye Bye Scott Turner Day. We are excited for it. Let's see what the people are saying. So this is my guy, Darrell Shelor. He was on the show yesterday. He came in and says, Commanders part ways with offensive coordinator Scott Turner. And it's even, it even looks better reading it. It even looks better seeing this, man. This is like Christmas all over again. To get this guy out of my life, hope to see him never anywhere near my team. I don't want to see Scott Turner anywhere near my team. This guy was a kindergarten, a kindergartner playing offensive coordinator. And it just was not working. <laughs> my guy, uh, Sheila says, bring in Mike Martz. Okay, that's a great option. Who guys, who do who do you guys want? If you guys are watching this thing as a replay, drop who you guys want as a new offensive coordinator in the chat or in the comment section. So 
um, back to this, man. So it's, let's see what J.P. Finley's saying. You know, a uh, uh, big writer for the Commanders. Uh, a lot of these guys. And I see so many fans supporting Scott Turner. It's crazy. It says Scott is a big part in why Wentz was, all, was so awful. Uh, that's 30% true. The other 70% is that Carson Wentz was, was just trash. I think Carson Wentz is done ever since um, he was on the Colts. Carson Wentz is done. Like, I, I, look, we can't make excuses for Carson Wentz anymore. It's time to start to realize that Carson Wentz is a bad quarterback. So there's plenty of legit criticism for Scott, but I think Carson's problem are Carson specific, same issues for three years on three teams. Yes. Carson was a bad quarterback. Carson was not getting it done. Um, Dre says, so Sam next season, bring in a multi-dimensional OC to unlock Sam and the offensive scheme. I am with you 100%. You now have a quarterback that can make all the throws, make all the plays. You have a quarterback that that is that is uh that the team is endorsing. You know, the team loves Sam Howell. You see Terry endorsing, uh Jahan Dotson. These are just some of the guys. And then, you know, we bring in, I was talking to my guy Shiloh earlier. He says you bring in Mike Jacecki at tight end in free agency. You pay him 8 million dollars a year. He un, he you get to unlock some pretty good tight end play, and you say bye-bye to Logan Thomas. So there's definitely plenty of tweaks that you can make to this offense just off of not having Scott Turner. What was so annoying about Scott Turner is it's first and 10, right? This guy calls a wide receiver run. We lose five yards, and now it's second and 15. And guess what he does next? Instead of pushing the ball down the field, he throws a screen pass. He gains back seven yards, and then on third down, he calls something else that's stupid. You know, you 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 have a uh, a a a running back like Brian Robinson. He barely got red zone touches. He barely got goal line carries. What are you doing? You retain JD McKissick when you had a JD McKissick like better player than JD McKissick in Antonio Gibson, and then you want to put Antonio Gibson in space, but then you want to. So personnel is one thing that the team is really going to focus on whoever that's the offensive coordinator is going to make sure that the right pieces are here he's going to make sure that the right offensive line is here he's going to make sure that the right personnel groupings are here as much as i love curtis samuel he's expendable because of all the guys that we have to pay you can move jahan dotson or terry into the slot and get another receiver on the outside maybe that guy's already on the roster in dayami brown i'm just saying so lots of moves are going to be made you're going to see a much exciting offense this is a passing league. This is not the 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 uh, the times of running the ball 40 times. Yes, we have to run the ball 40 times in order to kind of win some games this year, but that's just not the only way. What happens when you're down two scores? What happens when you're down by seven and you're in a two-minute drill? You have to have an offense that's capable to keep up with some of these top guys in the league. I'm not saying you have to have the Rams and the greatest show on turf. All I'm saying is you have to have an offense that's that's – decent <laughs> you know what i'm saying so we didn't have that under scott turner man i'm so excited that he's gone let's read more let's read what says carson winshaw has gotten a lot of people fired in the last three years that is true but that was on scott turner scott turner's terrible you know and here's a statement here is the magical statement here Washington Commanders have relieved Scott Turner of his duties as offensive coordinator following the 2022 season. Washington's offense finished 20th in total offense, averaging 330 yards per game with 126 yards on the ground. That's 12th. 
But 204 yards passing, that's terrible. That's 21st in the league. You're not going to win any games being 21st in the league. Turner was hired by Washington when Ron Rivera became the franchise head coach in 2020. And like I said, he had no experience, right? He says he was a Panthers quarterback coach for two seasons. Who was he coaching? Who was the quarterback that, that, that Scott Turner was coaching? Who? Okay. Washington finished 29th in 2020 and 21st in 2021 in terms of total offense. That's trash and trash. That's trash and trash. When you was 29th, that's trash. You was 21st, that's trash with glitter on it. It's still trash. Okay. He says, I met with Scott Turner today and informed him that 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 we will be moving, we, we will be moving in, a, in another direction going forward with the offensive coordinator position, Ron Rivera said in a statement. Unfortunately, we did not live up to expectations and standards. Look, as he's writing this letter and telling Scott Turner all of this, he's also saying this to, to, to himself. I'm telling you. <laughs> Ron Rivera is the guy that hired Martin Mayhew and all this. So Ron Rivera runs the show. But I'm telling you, somebody is going to be writing the same letter to Ron Rivera next year if changes are not made. So um, <laughs> it just is what it is. It's just funny when you hear this. What's good, Pace? Appreciate you hopping on the stream. Please like, please subscribe, and please share. So, yeah, just reading this just brings so much, so much joy. Uh, commanders. Scott Turner out, play caller for three years. Offense never ranked higher than 20th in yards. Do you know how awful that sounds to read? Just in three years, this offense never ranked 20th in yards. That is awful. It's the same time in three seasons, called plays for nine different quarterbacks. Whether you found a quarterback or not, you are who you are. You couldn't call plays to save your life. So you can't tell me that out of the nine quarterbacks that none of them was decent enough to make you look okay. At times, Heineke did what he could, but the limitations were with Heineke was, we all know, arm strength. So I'm just glad that he is gone. Uh, man, look, maybe with Scott Turner being gone, maybe people might want to come to D.C. So we got to see what happens there. So... Now that Scott Turner's gone, we got to focus on other things like, you know, Deron Payne's contract. Uh, we got to get that done. But, man, this is the biggest news of the day. Uh, I am just so excited <laughs> to see this news. And there's infinite possibilities. Even now in the draft, maybe you draft a tackle at 16. It seems like the most reasonable thing to do now to shore up that offensive line. Draft the tackle at uh, 16. Maybe you move Leno to right tackle. You draft you a true left tackle. You move Cosme into right guard. Then you have the young guy, Paul, or whoever you can find that's an upgrade at, le at uh, left guard. You start that guy, and then you go in free agency. Or in the mid-level of the draft, let's say fourth-round pick, you draft a center. And then that's your rebuilt new offensive line. Mike Brown says, bring in Herm Edwards. I think Herm Edwards is more of an offensive, I mean, defensive coach, and he's been out of the game for so long that I wouldn't even really trust him as the guy. I just can't. I just can't. Uh, let's look at, uh, let's look, let's see what Schefter's saying. But yeah, this is, this is big, big news. Um, 
yeah, if you guys are new to the show, please like, please subscribe, please share. So while seeking a, a fresh start, right? And with the commanders still bringing, let's say, let's say commanders bring in somebody, right? And that person is willing to work with, with a guy like Howell or even whoever else that they bring in. That just goes to show you that they love the kid. They love Howell. And they're going to find a guy that, that can unlock his potential. If you're bringing in a new coach, what the new coach does is he's going to change the entire dynamics of everything. For example, Arizona, they brought in a new coach. They, they, they brought in a new quarterback. They changed the whole system, right? Then it fell short. Things didn't work. But for the fact that you're bringing in, bringing in an offensive coordinator, that guy has to come in and take everything that you have, and, and he has to make it work. The good thing is that he'll be able to pick out some offensive line. He'll be able to pick out pieces here and there to do what he needs to do. So it shows me that it's not a full total change in terms of personnel. So they're going to bring in some guys. They're going to cut some guys. I'm excited to see who they bring in. Dre says, Pep Hamilton, Houston, Lombardi's uh, um, bro, Joe, Chargers, Mick, Raiders, Brian Callahan, Cincy, all might be under contract. but. Uh, Pep staff might be might be canned. He's also a solid coach. Also was uh, DC defenders head coach. Like I said this. There is tons and tons of options. Beloved, appreciate you hopping on the stream. Please like, please subscribe, please share. It says won't be no fresh start until Snyder is out. That's just that's just new. I mean, I feel you. When Snyder's out, right? I will not be surprised if the new guy. Sticks with Ron or not. So it, it, it's still it's still plenty of things to be ironed out. One thing we can say is that the culture is pretty darn good, right? <laughs> the culture has changed, right? Culture is definitely getting better. And then um, the next step is to get uh, uh, Daniel Snyder out. When that happens, it's going to be a big party. It's going to be a big party. It's going to be a bigger party than what it is now. Um, but in terms of finding the new owners, we don't even know what kind of direction the new owners would like to go in. We don't even know if they'll keep Ron Rivera. But like I said, I think that my prediction is Ron Rivera has one more year. Even if a new owner comes in, they might rock with Ron Rivera one more year. And like I said, if he does not make the playoffs, he's just on his way out. So um, let's let's look at the landscape of this offense. Okay, I got. I have a comment coming in. All right. Sheilor says, Callahan coming home would work for me. Excellent with O-line as well. I did like Callahan here. Callahan was was pretty good. He was pretty good. I enjoyed his time here. Um, but can he be aggressive? He seemed like he was real calm, real cool. Can he get in players' faces when they're not doing what they're supposed to do? We need somebody who is going to make people accountable. And I don't know if Callahan can do that. But as an offensive line coach, he was Awesome. And when he stepped in, he was also awesome as well. Beloved says Arizona Cardinals, good example. They just got new acting owner for three years in Bidwell Jr. That's true. That's true. Me says, what's up? Hey, what's up, brother? What's up, man? Scott is gone. This year has started off great. Absolutely. It's a great offseason so far. I'm enjoying it, man. I'm, I am just so excited. DS, bring in Callahan and Pep. I'm with it. I'm with Callahan if he does what he's supposed to do. Justin, yo, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, man? 
man, I got all my guys in the chat, man. Look, we having a good time. I mean, this is, this should be a holiday. Every year for the next two years, January 10th is Scott Turner is gone day. And for me, when I pull up, when, when I pulled up um, a graphic yesterday that, that uh, Josh Taylor had, which he was saying upgrade the offensive coordinator uh, uh, spot. If you guys go back and listen to the pod from yesterday, my biggest takeaway was upgrade Scott Turner. So, so for me, already this offseason has started out beautifully. You fire this guy, you have time to bring in a new guy before free agency and before the draft. This is the time. I'm telling you guys, a guy gets hired within the next two weeks, if not sooner. And I'm pretty sure they already have a guy in mind when they let Scott Turner go. So I'm glad that Ron Rivera stood his ground and told his son, Scott Turner, that he needs to go. And I'm telling you guys, another guy that, that possibly needs to go for the good of the team, for the in order for the team to get to the next level, it might be Taylor Heineken. Just for the simple fact that you can't have Howell, and every time Howell makes a bad play, fans will be screaming for, oh, put Taylor Heineke back. Taylor Heineke has been there. The bell is out for the past, I don't know how many years. So it, it seems like it's time to let that chapter close as well. Uh, Dre is rolling. It says, need a Chase Young to play the whole year. Absolutely. But I, I'm also glad that Chase Young was able to take his time and come back and be fully healthy. I'd rather have a fully healthy, you know, uh, Chase Young than, you know, so I'm glad about that. Let's hire Rich. As OC to work with Wentz next year. No, that's not a good plan. That's not a good plan. They can, they both can go to a whole nother team. Matter of fact, they can go to the Cowboys for all I care. Just get these two guys away from me, far, far, far away from me. Uh, me says, what are the chances that Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury <laughs> comes as the OC? Maybe Joe Brady. Cliff isn't bad. I don't think Cliff is bad. Cliff was actually okay. It's just that the whole Kyler Murray thing and, you know, he handpicked that, that quarterback. They had to pay that quarterback. And then he got hurt. There was injuries back and forth. When they brought in Hopkins, Hopkins was nice. Matter of fact, I also heard that DeAndre Hopkins might be getting traded. I don't know how true that is, but just goes to show you. You fired the coach. Kyler Murray's out for the year, and he's possibly going to be out next year as well. And then, you're like you're, like, you're starting to rebuild. You're starting to rebuild out there. So, Never know. It says Bears didn't need the pick. Can only hope commanders trade up. I'm okay with a trade up, but at what cost? I mean, if they say 16 and next year's first for number one overall to then get a Bryce Young, I'm all for it. I'm all for it, but I think it's going to be more expensive than that. You're right. The Bears don't need a quarterback, but I don't. I don't see the Bears trading from one down to 16. It's going to be way more expensive than a 24 uh, first. It's possibly going to be. If the if the commanders want to trade up to number one, they'll have to trade this year's pick, which is 16, trade this year's second, next year's first, next year's second. If I'm the Bears, that's the price. I just don't see how they trade up or trade down from one to 16, and it makes sense for them. So that's what I think. It says beat Dallas. Howell looked good. Scott Turner fired. I love it. And, hey, Darrell, it's part of your plan. You said beat Dallas, which we did. You said, you know, Howell is QB1. And then you also said fire Scott Turner. And in that way, we can continue to build. And it just seems like everything is working the way that everybody wants to see it. Since I like Joe Brady. 
Uh, it says, I think D-Hop is gone. Yeah, D-Hop is definitely gone. And that's what happens. Each coach, each offensive coordinator comes in. They make their own way, right? They make their own plan. You bring in your guys. You bring in your players. You bring in your personnel, right? You do all these different things. And then when it doesn't work, you start to see an exodus with everybody. Everybody's out. Everybody's out. And, and, and it, it happens everywhere. When a new coach comes in, they bring their boys. So right now, if I was to get hired by that, by a, by an NFL team, she lowers my right-hand man. You know, I'm bringing all my boys. I'm bringing Justin with me. I'm bringing Meese with me. I'm bringing Dre with me. Now, we might not be we might not be successful. Hopefully, one of you guys know more about football than I do because if we're not successful, guess what? As I'm fired, you you all are fired. And it just happens. It just happens. People like to bring in the people that they've worked with. Not not necessarily people that you people that 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 you can control. You bring in people that you can work with. And that's just what Ron Rivera has done. A lot of the guys that he that he has brought in, some have been successful, some have not been successful. I don't know who the special teams coach is right now, but we really need to look at the special teams coach. It's either that or we need to improve special teams personnel. Thank God for guys like Reeves. But at the same time, return man, the return game has been awful, especially punt return. So I'm hoping that all these other staff that are in DC right now, their eyes are open. Nobody's job is safe, including Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera is on the hot seat right now. He's going to continue to be on the hot seat. The minute that Ron Rivera is fired, everybody else is gone. Because when a new head coach comes in, they might not keep a Del Rio. Unless Del Rio is doing magnificent things to where the defense is like top five, then his job is safe. But other than that, new coach, new everything, new era. They clean up everything. So we'll see what happens there. Let's see. Heineke market value is 20 million plus. Time to say goodbye, my friend. Look, I'm only willing to pay a quarterback four to five million dollars a year to be a backup. The, the goal, the plan is to have the quarterback room so cheap to where we can use money elsewhere. And that's the beauty of having a guy like Sam Howell or even a rookie under a rookie contract. That's how you're able to pay everybody. Yeah, 20 million dollars for Taylor Heineke. I will be excited to see what team is going to pay Taylor Heineke even more than 10 million. Good luck to you. Thank you, TH4, for everything that you've done for the organization. We appreciate you. We love you, but it's goodbye. It's goodbye. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you can't take 5 million, bye. It was nice knowing you. Says, just like Bill, he brought back uh, Patricia and Judge. Uh, my guy, Jobo. Jobo, what's good, man? Appreciate you hopping on the stream, man. I know that you see me make that trade today. You see me make that trade. I'm making moves. I'm making moves in our league. Blub says, I think that we're going to have to get creative with someone with less of a resume for the OC hire. This still isn't a premier destination for players and coaches. I get it. We have to really get creative. Like you said, let's look at the teams or the coordinators that are up and coming. There's a lot of talented up and coming, you know, coordinators in the league. To where you can start to just see. It's just like scouting, right? You scout these players. You get these players before they blow up. You get these players before they become the next Christian McCaffrey or the next this and the next that. The same way that you scout players, you got to scout these uh, coordinators. You have to look at increments of, 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 of coaching and, and success. For example, I would like to know who was the guy that drafted uh, uh, Purdy? Purdy from San Francisco. Who is the quarterback coach in San Francisco? I want that guy. 
Or I will say, uh, for example, give me a team. Give me a team. There's plenty of teams out there that are making moves that are starting to open up eyes in the league. Then you ask yourself, who was the quarterback coach? Who's the offensive coordinator? Who called that play? You can find people. There are people out there in the league that nobody knows about, but these guys are, you know, ha- like we had KOC here in D.C. He was great. We didn't want him. Somebody else did. I mean, we've had coordinators. McVay, the list goes on. We've had coordinators that nobody necessarily knew, but when they left D.C., they blew up. They were under the right system. They had the right personnel. They had the right culture. They had the right front office. And all of those things play, all, all of those things play a big part into an organization turning itself around. It says, it says uh, me says, I'm a huge Taylor Heineke fan, but definitely not for 20 million. Look, honestly, I don't think the like I've seen things on sports track and this and that. They say the, the market for Taylor Heineke is 20 million, 17 million, 18 million. Let me say this respectfully. If Taylor Heineke is able to get more than $10 million a year in 23, then he's the GOAT. Matter of fact, his agent needs to be in the Hall of Fame. I just don't see a market for Taylor Heineke. I don't see a market. If you're paying this guy $20 million, then guess what? He's going to be a starter for somebody. What team in the NFL right now can, uh, can, can pay Taylor Heineke $20 million and say, they're going to make the playoffs or we're, we're, we are bringing this guy in to be the guy. I just, I just don't see it. Does he go to the Colts or the Colts a decent quarterback away? I mean, where does he really go? Is it Carolina? Maybe. I don't know. So yeah, I just don't see that market for him. It says, uh, beloved says someone will offer Heineke five years, 35 million, and he will trip over those couches. He was sleeping on to sign it. Look, man, look, I'm all about people getting their bread. Hey, Taylor Heineke, go get your money, but it won't be here in D.C. Like I said, man, he's done great things. Since I've since Taylor Heineke has been here the last three years, he's given me the most excitement that I've had uh, in spurts. <laughs> Not consistently, only in spurts, right? We had the playoff game versus Tampa. I think that's the most excited I've been since maybe RG3 rookie season. And maybe a, a few other uh, uh, seasons here and there when Todd Collins ran the table and we had Sean Taylor since 1999. When I became a fan, the commanders only have two playoff wins. Two. That's awful. Let alone how many times have, have the commanders actually made the playoffs in that span. So, I, I, look, I honestly feel I'm going to get a lot of hate about this take right here. I honestly think the commanders are a quarterback away from competing for a Super Bowl. I honestly do. Obviously, you have some minor tweaks to make on the defense, right? Obviously, you need another linebacker. Obviously, you need another corner. You need corner depth, right? Um, Obviously, you need to pay some guys on that defense. Cough, cough, Deron Payne. So if all these things are lining up, right, and you get the right quarterback, there's no doubt in my mind. Now, I'm not saying that Tom Brady comes to D.C. I don't even want Tom Brady in D.C. I, I, I don't. At this age and, the, and at this stage of his career, I'm good on Tom Brady. But what we do know is that if Tom Brady does come here, guess what? A guy like DeAndre Hopkins is coming along. A guy like Gronkowski is coming along. A few defensive guys are coming along. That's just what Tom Brady does. It's the Brady and friends type thing, right? Or let's say a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers decides he wants to come to D.C. 
that's actually better than having a Tom Brady, to be honest. So let's say that Aaron Rodgers wants to come to D.C. He's going to bring some of his homies with him, right? You're going to see some guys take some discounts. But I don't know. Now, let's say that Sean Payton says, you know what? I want to come to D.C. If Sean Payton is coming to D.C., guess what? He has a plan to have his quarterback come with him. It could be a guy like Aaron Rodgers. It could be a guy like Derek Carr. I hope not. <laughs> it could be a guy like Lamar Jackson, you know, but to get a Lamar Jackson is going to cost you picks and then you got to pay him $240 million guaranteed. I'm good on that as well. So with all the options that are out there in terms of quarterbacks, it seems like it's better you go in with Howell, you go in with a cheap, you know, a cheap guy like an Andy Dalton or a PJ Walker, Garner Minshew, one of those kinds of guys. And you, hey, and you say, hey, Sam Howell, I want you to compete with this guy. If Sam Howell cannot beat out a vet, then he just wasn't the guy. If he's able to beat out the vet, show some signs of growth, show some steady play at, at, at quarterback. We don't need you to be Aaron Rodgers. We just need you to be a guy that can possibly in a season throw for 24, 25 touchdowns and about 11 picks. That kind of gets it done from a quarterback uh, perspective and create plays with your legs when you need to. That's all that's needed from a quarterback in DC in, in DC. And hopefully with the uh with the offensive coordinator, you'll be able to kind of open up the playbook and throw the ball, stretch the field. And like my guy Sheelor says, if you're able to get in a, a tight end like Mike Jacecki, that's a game changer. It's a game changer. That means you have all the weapons you have, you're solid everywhere. And obviously, you want to build and invest in the offensive line. I am done with Chase Roulier. He has done well while he's been here, but the best ability is availability, and he just has not been available. Two years, two injuries, you got to go. You got to go, bro. Logan Thomas, thanks for all you've done. You've been a great story, but you're not a top 10 tight end. So why are you paid like a top 10 tight end? Bye. You got to go. You know, the two dinosaurs that you brought in as guards, they got to go. There's some depth pieces on that offensive line that are pissing me off. Guys like Sadiq Charles, any any player that has not grown, that you've not seen any signs of growth, they got to go. You got to li literally rebuild this offensive line. Every guard that you bring in has to have the ability to play center. It seems like we're cursed at the center position. We went through what? How many centers this, this year? Six? Seven? It's crazy. So you really have to invest in the center position, whether you're drafting one, whether you are signing one, you got to do something. So center has to change. We need to figure out the tackles. Leno did not play ball this year. He was terrible. But you might have to bring back Leno. You might have to attack the franchise tackle next year. You might just have to draft the right tackle and move Cosme into right guard. I don't know. But I, I prefer a guy like Cosme. As a right guard, you get this guy in space, you get this guy, you know, uh, blocking for screens. It can, I mean, it can be really, really, really fun. Then let's talk about the running back position. Antonio Gibson, he's going to be our return man. I want to see him, re like, return punts. If not, bring in somebody. Use Antonio Gibson more in space, right? But at the same time, the team does not have a home run running back. Get your running back that's a home run franchise guy. Brian Robinson is great. I love Brian Robinson, but he's he's a, he's a guy that's a compliment. I think that Brian Robinson is more of a two than he is a one, but he's a really good two. You need a special weapon at running back, somebody similar to a Dalvin Cook type guy. 
But you got to draft those guys. You got to find those guys. All right, let's get into some of these comments. Uh, David says, Heineke is a nice stopgap when your quarterback goes down for a short period of time, but he isn't a starter. Absolutely. I'm cool with Taylor Heineke coming in playing two games. I'm cool with Taylor Heineke playing max four games in the season. What I'm not cool with is, is Taylor Heineke playing more than four games. When you're depending on him to be your starting quarterback, that magic runs out. The Taylor Heineke ma uh, magic, it's in the bag. And he only has about four games to give you some kind of magic, some kind of excitement. He reminds me of a Doug Flutie back in the day, but you just cannot have him as your main guy. Uh, me says, I agree with that uh, With that look. Uh, what we did against the Dallas Cowboys starters with most of our backups, our biggest issue with being a quarterback away is the offensive line. I agree, man. The offensive line desperately needs to change. We need, I mean, we need a total revamp a total revamp of this offensive line says Cosme reminds me of Sheriff, a guy that can play tackle, but is better at guard. Absolutely. He is Sheriff. He is Sheriff. He's a Sheriff clone. And I'm telling you guys, if, if you want to see the best of Samuel Cosme, you got to have this guy playing guard. He is going to give you the best that he got. I think he's a better guard than he is tackle, but Hey, what do I know? I'm just a fan that has a podcast. We got Trevin Charles in the building. Appreciate you hopping on. Good evening. Peace and blessings. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. We are enjoying Scott Turner getting fired. I hope you're doing well. Gibson starting to look injury prone. I wouldn't say that he's on look injury prone. I'm like, I like Gibson and I love how he was used. Use him more in space. Use him as a weapon. Matter of fact, everything that you're trying to do with Curtis Samuel, do it with Gibson. Do it with Gibson. He fits that role. Use him in space. Give him screens. Give make him a weapon. Play him in the slot. Play, play him in the slot. All I'm saying is we need to find an actual running back that's a home run, home run threat. A guy that when he gets the ball, he goes the distance. Like you need players like that. You need that special talent running back. We haven't had that since Clinton Portis. Brian Robinson Jr. is the guy that's going to get you to. Tough yards. And he might get you a thousand yards a season. He can do that, but you still need that weapon at the RB position. Once you get that guy, it unlocks everything. I want a running back that when he comes in, you don't know if you're running or if you're passing. It's pretty predictable when you see Brian Robinson in the game. Not saying that he can't catch. I mean, we threw him some little dump offs. I like to see that more to make the offense not as predictable. I, I mean, that would be nice. Mike Brown says, would you consider Marcus Mariota? I wouldn't, but if the price is right, why not? If Mariota's coming in for $5 million and he battles with Sam Howell for the starting position, if Sam Howell can't beat out Marcus Mariota, then Sam Howell is just not the guy. So I don't mind Marcus Mariota. Matter of fact, he might be what the offense needs, you know, but I still want a guy with a bigger arm. Mariota is great with his legs. He 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 improvises. He's a good quarterback, but I don't know if he fits what we're trying to do. And then on top of that, we don't know who the offensive coordinator is. The offensive coordinator still has to come in and literally pick his guy, whether it's a backup guy or whether it's the main guy. It says, bring Kyle Allen back to push Howell. Hey, I'm okay with that, actually. Draft the quarterback in a second round. I'm not okay with that. If someone drops down the board. 
Also, Chris Paul and Cosme should be our guards next season. I'm okay with that. Draft a tackle in the center. I'm also okay with that. So out of everything that you said, the only thing that I did not like was draft a quarterback in the second round. I would rather save that second round pick and attack quarterback next year. If I'm drafting a quarterback, I'm going for one in the first round. But I, I feel you. If a guy does drop, I know that Sam Howell only is giving us just a small sample size, but I definitely liked what I saw out of Sam Howell. Uh, Sam Howell is that guy that we would have drafted in the second round. He's that good. Um, so if Sam Howell is going to be competing with Kyle Allen, I'm not going to draft a guy in the second round because if you, if you draft a guy in the second round, that is a three-way uh, uh, battle for a start. And it's just a waste of a second-round pick without really assessing fully what you have in Sam Howell. Now, you assess Sam Howell fully this year and you decide you want to move on, do that in 24. Better quarterbacks coming out. You can move up. We say that every year, like better quarterbacks coming out, but we're never in position to draft those quarterbacks anyways, right? But, I mean, assess Sam Howell for a year, see what you got, and then kind of go from there. David B says, Turner didn't use Gibson like I thought he would. I believed he'd uh, treat him like uh, Christian McCaffrey. There's one thing. So this is, okay. You can use a guy like a guy, but does Antonio Gibson possess Christian McCaffrey-like skills. That's 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 the question. Christian McCaffrey is such an underrated runner. Okay, so I, I I don't know, I don't know, but I did like how Gibson was used in the pass game. Gibson in the run game doesn't have vision. He does not have the kind of vision that Christian McCaffrey has. He doesn't have the kind of toughness that Christian McCaffrey has. As big as Antonio Gibson is, he runs kind of soft. He runs kind of soft. He's kind of a finesse guy which is why you brought in a Brian Robinson Jr. So when you look at Christian McCaffrey, he can do every single thing that you want done out of the RB position. So it's, it's tough to say that Scott Turner did not use Gibson like McCaffrey because Gibson is nowhere near Christian McCaffrey from a skills standpoint, in my opinion. Me says Howell's first pass attempt went for a touchdown. Clinton Porter's first rush attempt went for a touchdown. Who knows? We may have something special. We may. We may. Hey, guys, for those of you guys who don't know who Meast is, Meast is Mr. Facts, Mr. Stats. Uh, he used to come on my show when I do my shows on Wednesday nights. We had him, you know, had it consistently going down, going in the summer. Meast would come on and just drop, <laughs> just drop special information just like this. So it's good to kind of have you back in the chat section, Meast. Uh, Trayvon says, Washington Commanders fans, come join my NFL group. It's 32 teams, family united. Come help us grow. Absolutely. If I'm not part of it, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to join that when my show is over. It says the goal is to reach 600. Hit that join button, and uh, you'll see a notification on Facebook at the end of the live stream. Do we trade back in the first round? This is a great question. I would love to trade back in the first round if the guy that you're looking for is not there. But we need to come up with a plan. Whoever the offensive coordinator is, they need to come up with a plan. Is there any left tackle in the draft that's, that is worthy of being picked at 16? If it is, that's your guy. Now, if the left tackles that you want are gone before 16, and let's say you're looking at corner or you're, or you're looking at um, a few other positions, maybe tight end, I don't know. I love that mayor kid, but we don't need to draft him, right? But what if you trade back from 16 to 22? 
and you acquire a, 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 an additional second or additional third, and then, then you still get your guy, I am all for it. So I'm pretty sure Ron Rivera and Cole would have a plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D, E, F, G, all the way to Z, right? If this guy's gone, you do this, you pivot, do you trade up, do you trade down? I really think that they are players for trading down. We've seen how it worked out last year. It worked out beautifully. We were able to trade down. Instead of grabbing Chris Olave, we were able to trade down. Still got a guy in Jahan Dotson and then still was able to pick up a guy like Brian Robinson Jr. And guess what? Sam Howell was also part of the acquisition in that trade down. And then you also add a tight end in Cole Turner, which we don't even know who Cole Turner is. We don't even know what, what Cole Turner is going to become. If you guys are just hopping on, please like, please share. Please subscribe if you haven't already. But, yeah, I'm excited for the draft. Like, this is just a great way to start my week. It's a great way to start the offseason. Literally, after the season is over, a great win. Yes, we could have had a top 10 pick, but but then you beat Dallas. And then now you, you kind of put yourself in a position to where you don't have to draft a quarterback. I'm not saying, look, if the team or the offensive coordinator comes in and says, you know what, I want this quarterback at 16. If that quarterback is the guy, I'm all for it. But what Sam Howell does do is that he gives you the option to not draft a quarterback in the first round if you don't want to. I think that every scenario is on the table. There are so many holes. Corner, maybe we get that kid out of Oregon at 16. In the second round, you can go, I mean, you can go so many different options. You can go tight end. You can go you know, guard, you can go left tackle or right tackle. There's so many different ways that you can go in a draft. And that's the beauty of it. You got to have a plan and then you got to kind of watch the board. You got to, you you have to like really realize who can be there, who might not be there. And then who really fits your team. So it's lots of scenarios. I'm so excited for the draft and uh, free agency in free agency. I don't think that we do anything. That's a splash. I don't think we do anything that is special. I think that we're going to have a real generic free agent. I think it's more so about signing our guys than actually going to get guys. I think we're going to be a lot more careful this year. We don't want any Ryan Fitzpatrick's or William Jackson, the thirds. I think they really take their time this year come free agency. Uh, me says, I'm glad to be back. I went through a lot this past year that prevented me from being on social media. I will be consistent going forward. My brother, glad to have you back. David B. writes, thoughts on the next OC. Who is he going to be? Considering the front office wants to wants a run-heavy offense. Run-heavy offense is cool, but then again, it's all about what the offensive coordinator wants to do. This is a new NFL. You can run the ball all you want to run, the ball, right? But at the end of the day, you have to be able to make the throws. There's going to be times when you have to throw the ball. There are so many teams that are run heavy, but at, but at the end of the day, they're all solid. They're all solid in the sense to where, for example, San Francisco, they love to run the ball, right? They have so many different running backs. But when it's time to throw the ball, even with a seventh-round rookie, the last pick of the draft, he's able to throw the ball within their system. So all I'm saying is you have to be versatile. As much as you want to run the ball, when it's time to convert on third and 13, third and 15, third and nine, third and 10, what is your plan? What does your scheme look like? Do you have the personnel that's able to make those plays? So that's going to play a big, I mean, a big part in who the offensive coordinator is. doesn't matter if you want to run the ball 40 times and pass the ball 25 times when you're passing for those 25 times. 
is it a good offense? So that's what it kind of all boils down to. You got to be able to make the throws. And I think you have the quarterback, and I think you have the weapons, like the weapons out there to make those throws. Uh, Dre says, a plethora of great college corners on the board at uh, at least a 16. Yeah, hey, I'm with it, man. There's so many corners. You can even find some guys in the second round. So I'm just hoping that we get the guy, because right now, here's what we know. Benjamin St. Juice has the potential to be that next good, pretty good corner. I don't want to say great. He can be very, very good. He could be great. He could be great. He has all the potential. If he's coached up, he can be a really good to great corner, right? Kendall Fuller, I think he plays one more year at this level, and then maybe you move on from Kendall Fuller. Outside of Kendall Fuller, who's, who else is there? I used to remember of a time when we had corners. We had corners, and we were deep at corner, right? But now it's, it seems like, you know, that's a position to where when Benjamin St. Juice was out this year, you see how we looked. We can even cover guys like Isaiah Hodges. We can even cover guys that are third stringers and, and, and fourth stringers. And, and, and it's sad. So you got to have corner depth, not just having corner depth, have guys that can slide into that starting position and give you top tier uh, 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 performance. So whether that means drafting a guy in the first round or drafting a guy in the second round, it's time to invest in that corner position. We tried it in free agency with William Jackson III, and it didn't work. So maybe the best option now is to invest draft capital, drafting a guy in the first or second round that can come in and really help that defense. Because what happens is when you have a shutdown corner, like Sheilor says yesterday, it's really going to help the back end. It's going it's to help people get home to the quarterback. Sometimes you can put, apply pressure, apply pressure, apply pressure if a corner can't cover. But for so much, it doesn't matter how good the pressure is. Some of these quarterbacks are good at getting the ball out under pressure. So, you know, lots of things. Um, who is going to be the offensive coordinator? What do we do in the draft? What do we do in free agency, man? But this has been a great show. Um, I got to get off here. Um, I will definitely be back again on this week. For those of you guys that are watching on uh, YouTube, appreciate you guys for being in and, and making this show great. For those of you guys that watch on Facebook and Twitch and everywhere else, thank you guys so much for being a part of the show. It was a great show, successful show. You're listening to Talking Commanders with Manny on the Talking Sports with Manny YouTube channel. Love you guys. You guys be blessed, and I will catch you guys on that next episode. Peace. And if you're watching, please subscribe, please share all that good stuff. I'm going to holler at you guys on the next one.